Hi, you're tuning in to the Thank You Enjoy podcast. I'm Allison. And I'm Ethan. And this is our podcast where we talk about Asian and Asian American culture and media, especially in Western media. We will also be sharing our analyses and personal thoughts on Asian American identity and diaspora. This is our introductory episode. The show's motif is often critical of the definition of the Asian American diaspora being centered around stinking lunches and drinking boba, and these episodes attempt to dispel that belief and understanding. Awesome. So I'm Allison, and I'm from the San Gabriel Valley, which some of you may know is in Southern California. Our area code is the 626. And um, I went to UCLA to study geography, and I actually ended up in the music industry. What about you, Ethan? What's your, what's your background in talking about these kind of things? I guess I could start my background with saying I grew up in San Francisco, California. As you know, there's a huge Chinese-American community over in the San Francisco Bay Area. I went to Cantonese programs in elementary and middle school. And uh, I ended up going to the College of San Mateo. So I stayed in the Bay Area for some time, then transferred to UCLA. And from there, I studied psychology and minored in the music industry. And while I was a psych major, I also took some courses on cultural psychology as well as Asian American psychology. And I also joined UCLA Radio, where I met Allison. Awesome. And I would like to point out to listeners that Ethan and I are both East Asians, and specifically, we are Chinese. And of course, uh, being able to go to college, going to UCLA, getting that kind of education, uh, it just shows that we are privileged and we acknowledge, we acknowledge that privilege. Definitely. So, definitely. so Ethan Lee and I started this podcast because we, we see a lot of movies and TV shows and sometimes the representation just isn't all there. Yeah. And we, I remember we texted each other about tiger tail and you were the first one who saw it first and you texted me saying like have you seen tiger tail yet and i said no i'm about to and then after i did watch it i ended up texting you about saying yeah like yeah yeah." and then then it was that conversation about tiger tail that kind of opened it up to even more where i know ethan and i were connecting about how we felt our music tastes were very white and like why why that is like why do we feel that way and like what would make our taste feel not white and it led to right. more and more discussions about our background and how we, how we connected to our Asian identity. And I jokingly said, LOL, like, wouldn't it be so funny if we had a podcast and like made other people hear our thoughts? <laughs> yeah. And then I even tweeted about this and it actually like got some attention. I don't get that much attention on Twitter to begin with, but this was like a tweet that got some attention from our peers, at least, who expressed interest in seeing if this would actually happen and i kind of called it a made-up podcast like a you know like um jonathan frake saying we made it up it never happened right but it's like but people were actually interested in this then i ended up texting allison back a few days later and ended up saying hey you know that podcast thing i mentioned or you mentioned and i joked about it and people liked it like what if that was actually a thing and um yeah i mean i think the very root of this uh podcast idea was how we both had that shared exasperation with the Asian American diaspora and how we didn't quite fit in in the space. So what better to do than to actually critically analyze it and kind of understand where it came from and how ours differs and also how this relates to all the media and culture that we consume that helps us make these Asian American identities for us. Mm-hmm. I want to also add that 
it's hard to describe what this is, but amid all this chaos that's happening in the world right now, uh, thank you and joy kind of comes in the middle of this. And I did want to acknowledge that um, thank you and joy is a passion project with a focus on media and culture. However, this does not exclude the current cultural and political climate that we're living in right now. We're dealing with a reckoning where Asians and other minorities around the world are, are having to fight for their rights. I mean, we have Black Lives Matter in America. We have Hong Kong dealing with China. And we simply just cannot ignore these. We must fight oppressive anti-Black and anti-Asian racism when we see it in any form. And this, is, this does not include being offended when someone calls your lunch stinky. That doesn't count. So while this podcast is focused on media and culture, and while our voices aren't the first of its kind, I hope we can at least add some new cultural, critical, and analytical perspectives and awareness. If you are interested in learning more, we recommend checking out the Okra Project, Black Lives Matter, and National Asian Pacific American Women's Forum. Those are some of our favorite organizations. Yeah, and if you guys have seen our logo, you'll notice a Chinese character on there. And it's actually a very special uh, logo because it combines me and Ethan's Chinese last name. So uh, the little red slash at the top, if you take it out, that's Lee, which is Ethan Lee's last name in Mandarin. Or I guess not Mandarin, just Chinese. In Mandarin, but, it is Lee, but then in Cantonese, it's Lei. So, Lei. Yeah, oh, really? Yeah, so, I actually yeah, didn't actually, know that. Yeah, so that's how they're slightly different. So okay. technically, um, I have a Mandarin last name, I suppose, in pronunciation. <laughs> That's interesting because Ethan and I always fight about Mandarin versus Cantonese <laughs> yeah, in yeah. our free times. <laughs> in yeah. our free time. Uh, but with the little red slash at the top, that's uh, chi in, in Mandarin. I don't know what that is in Cantonese. Is I wonder if it's hey or something like that because most be words that are chi in Mandarin in Cantonese, right. they are like hey or something like that. So, Interesting. Yeah, All right. Yeah. You'll, you'll probably hear us talk about Mandarin versus Cantonese. Yeah, we're probably going to bicker about that. Right, right. Spr <laughs> sprinkled throughout um, this season. I do want to add that uh, this logo mm -hmm. is definitely a happy coincidence as well. Like, we it didn't is. realize this until we started talking about trying to create a logo. And we're yeah. like, wait a minute. Like, our Chinese last names, our surnames look so similar. Right, right. Literally one stroke difference. I wanted to yeah. point that out. Just wanted to share that. <laughs> um. And yeah, so we got a great season for you guys. We have roughly 10 episodes packed talking about film, music, food, and comedy. And Ethan, I, I have to ask, what was your moment of activation slash political consciousness for you as like for your Asian American identity? Um, I don't think there was one moment in particular. I think there was a collection of moments, especially while I was at UCLA. So the collective moment might have been my time at UCLA. Um, I think the very first time I really started thinking about this was when I took that Asian American psychology class that I had mentioned. Uh, that was like an opportunity for me to kind of take a step back and really evaluate my cultural identity. Uh, it felt like I was learning a course that was explaining the very behaviors and beliefs that I kind of held. And like this whole nature versus nurture thing, I felt like I was definitely nurtured in this culture. And that's when I started thinking about my cultural identity. And from there, I started, it kind of branched out into different avenues of thought and different avenues of research where I would start thinking more about my identity and start thinking more about the things that happened to me and the things that happened to other people within the context of our different cultural identities. 
um, when I joined Subtle Asian Traits on Facebook for the first time, I started kind of seeing what does it mean to be Asian and what does it mean to be Asian American, Asian Australian, things like that, since this was a, a global phenomenon. And I often found myself rather critical of some of the content that I saw in Soto Asian Traits, uh, mostly because my idea of, a, of my Chinese identity was definitely different from how others perceived their identities. And I definitely noticed that disparity. So it was those collection of moments where I started to think very critically about what does it mean to be Asian American, especially in a westernized space. Um, so that kind of sums it up. And uh, I'm wondering, what, what was your case, Allison? Uh, I think it's the same. It's hard to pinpoint an exact moment where the light bulb goes off and you're like, hey, this is a thing. But, you know, definitely I came from a very Asian community, but because I went to private school in my area, my experience is like very different from Asians from where I came from. Um, and I would say same, like I do think UCLA had played a part like I had felt a lot of my friends at UCLA were not Asian and there's so many songs or not so many but there's like that Childish Gambina song where it's like UCLA you see like Asian girls everywhere yeah Asian girls everywhere and I was like where (laughs) I'm not friends with any of them like we're we're the Asians um but yeah like I also took I took one Asian American studies class which I I truly wish I had taken more but I took Asian American uh, 50, which is Asian American women. So that's very specific to like my identity. And the entire class actually, or not the entire, but like a good majority of the class was filled with Asian American women. And we talked about things that were very specific to our intersectionality. Um, and that I think was like the bud. And then you learn more, you start to grow, grow the flower until you hit the moment where you're like, hey. <laughs> Figure These are this the out. I hold. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's definitely been a collection of moments kind of culminating. And I have to say that I'm still learning. Like I'm not, I'm not done learning at all. Um, there's still things I have to explore more. And I'm excited to dive in to this season so that we can both go on this educational journey together. Yeah, definitely. I think uh, we're going to for sure grow throughout this season as well as we start learning more information, start learning and refining the thoughts that we have about certain pieces of media that we're going to be talking about this season. And mm-hmm. we're definitely going to evolve and start thinking more critically. And I'm very excited. That's why I'm most excited and why I think we wanted to do this in the first place, that our conversations start creating new opportunities of thought. Mm-hmm. And we hope that you listeners will join us on this very new journey. So bear with us. And of course, we like want to hear from you guys. So feel free to get in touch. This episode of Thank You Enjoy was produced by Casey Lee, mixed by Ethan Lee, graphic and logo designed by Chris Kim, who you can follow on Instagram at Chuffamation, and music by Ethan Chong, who you can also follow on Instagram at Ampersand.